0: Greeting earthlings we have now taken over your radio
1: Hello and welcome in to the Jayhawk Talk podcast. I am Kevin. Joined with me as always is Andrew. And Andrew, it has been a minute since we've done a real podcast. We've been doing these radio shows. We've been doing Twitter spaces. Here we are back in the old Jayhawk Talk studios bringing a little podcast reaction to Selection Sunday. Andrew, how are you feeling on this joyous day?
2: Well, we're we're out of the fancy studio or into the uh, home office style studio, but it doesn't matter. We're talking KU hoops on Selection Sunday, which is like Christmas and 4th of July all rolled into one a day. At this point, this just filled with hope. Everyone's got a shot your team made it into the tournament, you're trying to figure out their path. And I'm sure we're going to talk about our path. And Kevin, I like our path. Uh Oh, I like it. That's scary. It's scary. And I'm nervous and I'm concerned, but my nerves and my concern are mostly about the fact that I do like the way this bracket fell to us.
1: You know, I think we had had talked about this on the radio show and on the podcast feed that we wanted to avoid a few teams. And we kind of walked through some of those. And one of those was Auburn. But then you started looking at the twos, the the likely twos. And all of a sudden you're like, maybe we want Auburn because we really don't want Kentucky. And Kentucky loses that game uh, in the uh, quarterfinals. And we're thinking, all right, well, they're probably a two now. And so I'm thinking, okay, maybe Duke, maybe Auburn. I'll take any of those. I just don't want Kentucky. So Andrew, there was a win. We did. We just didn't, we don't have to play Kentucky if at least until the final four, if we make it that far. So that's a win. And then you start looking at some of the other teams, which are by far, by, by the way, much more important. You got to go a long ways before you get to an elite eight game. And uh, if we're playing the elite eight game against a good team, you are going to play against a good team. I mean, it's usually it's, that's the case. So. And you're looking at the the matchups and I was a little afraid of a few of those eight seeds and nine seeds, Uh, you know, Memphis who's playing pretty hot. North Carolina has been pretty good. We avoided those guys and I listen, I, 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 we, we do have a tough eight, but I'm pretty happy too.
2: So we'll get into this. We're going to get into the nitty gritty. Talk about talk about our first round matchup. Maybe our second round matchup. Maybe look a little bit ahead and maybe look to some other spots at the Big Twelve. But before we do that, we just want to thank everybody for tuning in to uh, Six Ten Sports on Wednesday nights. Uh, this past week it was on Thursday night, but our, our time slot is Wednesday nights, six o'clock on terrestrial AM radio. Uh, <laughs> we have been posting that uh, episode to to this podcast feed. So we either hope you're listening to it live or, uh, on the podcast later on. We think it's been fun to do. It's been, it's been a fun deal to do, uh, you know, at the end of the the regular season. And then as we get into March and people are just dying to hear, uh, anyone talk about, uh, KU basketball, and it just happens to be us that's doing it. So uh you know, very pleased with with how that's going. Uh I think it's it's fun. Kevin, you having fun doing this?
1: Yeah, it is fun. And and yes, we've been talking probably the longest of anybody on this on this topic of K U uh KU basketball, at least in the in the podcast form. Uh yeah. and you start looking around, maybe Kling's been around longer, I guess. We'll give Kling a a, a title there on the in terms of sports radio, but I'm talking K U specifically. But
2: but Wednesday could not come soon enough. So we wanted to get you some content just to, to nibble on uh, on your Monday morning commute, your Tuesday morning commute, just to have somebody else kind of guide you through this bracket, just how we see it. It's not necessarily that we see it better than anybody else, but you know, we've got these crimson and blue glasses that we need to filter this whole thing through. So we're coming to you with a regular podcast tonight. So Kevin, first things first, let's just dive in and talk about Texas Southern versus Texas, (laughs) Texas, A&M Corpus Christi coming up here on Tuesday. I, I, to be honest with you, I like the first four. I like that there's early games, but I rarely pay a whole lot of attention to them. I will be paying attention to this one.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, now that we've got the, actually, I think all the games on the first four are going to be fun. I think they're uh,
2: they, they these mashups are as good as they've been. Yeah. I, I, I think these all the four fun games. I mean the sixteen seeds aside. Uh this I'm I'm very interested in this one because it's our our matchup and the other one is Peter Kiss, uh our new favorite player <laughs> in college basketball who's not named or who's not named Ochi Abaji. Peter Kiss will be the other one on Wednesday. If you don't know this guy go look him up on YouTube. Peter kiss this dude showboats after every dunk, after every leaning, you know, off balance three pointer, (laughs) he leads the league or leads division one in scoring. It's going to be fun on Wednesday night to watch him. That'll be actually during our show. So we'll have to have to tune that on and basically make it a uh, Peter kiss watch party
1: on Kansas city sports radio. Yeah, that, that will be a good time. Uh, but
2: the other ones are good too. Uh, you know, if you look to Notre Dame and Wyoming's in there, uh, Indiana, traditional blue blood is in there. So it's going to be a fun, it's going to be a fun. Uh, first four. She uh, generally don't like the concept of the first four, because some of these teams won their conference and are having to play this like bogus pigtail game, but whatever, it's more content. It's early content. <laughs> uh, so excited to see this. So any, any thoughts generally about Texas Southern Texas A and M Corpus Christi.
1: No, uh, very few I know. Texas Southern's coach is Johnny Jones. Johnny who, Jones, who's been around a little bit uh,
2: from LSU, former LSU guy. You know, yeah. he had some success at LSU in the mid twenty teens, and then kind of fell off a little bit. Uh, then he was Yeah, then he's been in Texas Southern since then. So you know, he's got a got a pedigree, head coach pedigree.
1: Yeah, and you look at Ken Palm, which I I do not have pulled up. Which is a a complete rookie mistake. But I think from earlier we looked and we got the of of all the teams in the tournament, uh, these two are either the bottom two or close to it. Uh, they are so, the
2: they are the bottom two. So okay. Texas Southern is 188. They uh went 18 and 12 and won the swack. And then you have Texas AM Corpus Christi, who is 243 by far. The lowest team. They were eight and seven in their league. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) about that. You get hot, right? You get hot the right time. That's right. They uh, won the Southland Conference. They were the four seed in their uh, in their conference, but uh, you know, ended up pulling it out. Good for them. Southland Conference, the second. These are the two bottom ranked conferences, by the way. The SWAC and the South Southland Conference. So we did get the easier sixteen to the extent that matters, uh, anyway. I mean, any. Any thought in your head, any thought thought in your head that okay,
1: that we'll just leave it there. I didn't, the only, here's my my only thought. thought. I have one, I have one, I have one. The Barstool Texas Southern account, which exists, has 391 followers. That's all I got. That's literally all I got. Okay, okay, 391 followers.
2: I'm not worried about a UMBC situation here. This is, I'm uh, feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. Okay, so I don't have anything more than that. Well, well, that game uh they just released the times. So that is late. Well, that'll wrap up the podcast. So let's yeah. get out of here. <laughs> well, on that game anyway, that's late, late Thursday night.
1: Yeah, uh, eight eight fifty seven, which means nine twenty five or nine thirty. We we will uh, over under nine twenty seven p.m. Tip. It's going to be late because they're they're going to run late. Are you gonna, are you gonna take the over or the under?
2: Oh, One nine twenty seven. Nine twenty seven. I'll take the under.
1: That feels but, about right. I think it's yeah. the under. I just but I was just seeing how how late you thought it was going to go. I mean, it'll be after nine. Yeah, that's a late game.
2: Yeah, it's just gonna be a late. You, game. You're gonna have to pace yourself, and I'm gonna be in the East Coast. Ooh, I mean, I'm in Eastern time, so it's gonna be whatever. It's K basketball. I'll be fine. Uh, so anyway, that's what we have, and uh, let's talk about that's that's the game. Let's talk generally about the Midwest bracket. And I, we, we posed this earlier in the Twitter spaces. If you were to remove all of the one seeds and then look at the rest of the regions and you had to pick which region you wanted from a blind, t- blind test, you would probably say you'd want the Midwest. We ended up where we would want to be, Right.
1: Yeah. I, I think that's right. I have I've gone back and, and here, Andrew, you'll, you'll appreciate this. I'm a paper guy when it comes to brackets, I'm a paper yeah. guy and yeah. literally nothing else, but bracket time. I got to have a paper bracket. And I, and I actually did that exercise. I, Cause we said that earlier and we kind of was like, yeah, yeah. KU has the best trial. Yeah. 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 Uh, of the ones. Definitely. Definitely. But I, I went through it again and I tried to remove anything just, just completely objective. And I, I still think I like KU's draw the best. It was, it was close. I, I, I kind of like if they get past Memphis, I, kinda, I mean, which they will. I think I, I, I don't mind the Zags. Yeah. I think Zags is number two for me. Yeah. That was the one and, I was coming close to. On and then Baylor I
2: think is the worst.
1: I think Baylor's is the worst. Although I don't like Arizona potentially after having to face Houston in sweet 16. I think that's yeah,
2: in the South in San Antonio.
1: Yeah. That's I, I still think Houston is woefully underseeded. So that that's the one that I, I don't love. In fact, there's a part of me that kind of wants to pick Houston over 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 Arizona
2: and Arizona that. without their point guard right now. So we're talking, we're just, if you know, Hey, you want to take these tips for your office pool. There you go. Oh, but they got to get past Bryant first. Bryant and yes. Peter kiss. <laughs> they got to get past that 16 seed behemoth, uh, but yeah, I think that we ended up in the right spot and that's just so contrary to how we are usually feeling on this Sunday night. Usually it's, Oh man, we've got all these heavy hitters in front of us. We've got the group of death. How many times have we said that out loud? The bracket (laughs) of death, the region of death, and we're in it.
1: I don't feel that way this year. No, at least one through four. Like that's the thing. I think usually when you're looking at a, at a regional, You'll start thinking okay is it you know one through four what does it look like and if you just go one through four i love our our poll uh i think auburn you know you look at some of the other twos we wanted to avoid kentucky as we mentioned i, I would have been fine with duke or nova but um i think auburn's fine and then the three wisconsin i feel pretty good about too tennessee's been playing great there are three Texas Tech, we know them. And then Purdue, who, you know, sort of it makes you wonder a little bit if they would have been a two if they'd have won uh today, but uh they're on the three line two and they're tough. So I don't mind at all our three. And then the four, uh, which is Providence, I feel great about two. Now, the tricky part is the five in our uh in our regional is is pretty good five. Uh, and that's uh, that that's Iowa, and Iowa's playing as good a ball as anybody right now. Uh, a team that looked at the beginning of the year like they should be really good, and then just it was confusing watching that team earlier. And I watched them quite a bit because I'm, you know, this Andrew, I got a Iowa connections with work, and half people I you know work with in Iowa are all huge Iowa fans, and so I hear a lot about. Iowa, blah blah blah. And I, you know, I was giving them crap earlier in the season for losing by 20 to Iowa State, which is crazy to think about now. But just seeing that team, what they've been up to in the past few weeks here has been pretty impressive. Insane offense and maybe a little bit scary in Chicago.
2: They're definitely scary in Chicago. And and I think Iowa is going to be a pretty trendy pick to come out of that region. Uh, which which kind of transitions us to uh, you know a, a topic of conversation that you and, and Nick and I have had is that really up until this point KU's kind of flown under the radar uh, nationally in terms of like predictions for 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 making it far in March like I don't think that we were really for for better or for worse not really regarded at all uh, from from a national conversation I think that's changed though so I'm I'm just kind of going through general early, Final four picks, there is some Iowa, but there's also quite a bit of Kansas from, from is the there? general pop, from the general population and also from, uh, from, uh, the, the big, the big hitters. So, uh, it's going to happen. And these are, these are early ones. Uh, but I, I think just because of how we played in the big 12 tournament, which we should certainly talk about because we played great this week, this yeah. past week, this is fun. Um, uh, we we, know we had these high profile games, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we played great in every single one of them, got to showcase who we really were. Um, and then, you know, you get to the number three overall, you get a good draw. All that adds up to, okay, we tried to fly it under the radar. We're not going to be able to fly it under the radar anymore.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think particularly because you're going to hear the story. Wow. Kansas has probably the best path of a one seed. And then you combine that with what we just saw in Kansas city. I I agree with you. I think that there will be some love now that KU just frankly has not had, which has been so weird uh, as a team who, you know, is obviously deserving as a one seed and, uh, you know, won the big 12, uh, you know, regular season, at least a share. Uh, it was kind of weird. And, and by the way, Baylor gets a one seed too. That was, we talked about, can KU and Baylor both get one seeds? It all kind of worked out that way. But I, I think that when you start to look at it, Iowa is going to be trendy. Auburn is obviously a team that is capable, has the dudes, but maybe they're the one that's getting forgotten now, which is kind of weird. Yeah. Uh, at a time when you know, for a long time, Auburn's odds to win the tournament were higher than Kansas's for a, a right. long time.
2: You know, late January, early February, they were the darling of college basketball. Uh, who can beat this team? This team is the best in college basketball, ranked number one. You know, this is this is the team of the year, and then you know, fell off a little bit towards the end of the year, but they're still good. They're still good. Got probably the number one, two, or three uh, draft pick in June and. He's not even their best player right now. Yeah. Uh, so that's you know, and if we if we get there, we'll obviously talk about uh, a matchup with Auburn in the future. I don't want to jinx it too much by getting into it because this is jinx season. Well, we're we're, we're just looking at the draw. Yeah. All we're talking but, about, but is the like draw right now. Well, ma- matchup wise, I do like that matchup if we yeah. go against go against Auburn. But like again, like we said, I think I like a, our matchup with with a lot. The Big Twelve has certainly tested us on the defensive and or dealing with diff- difficult defenses. Like when you look and see San Diego State rank number one or number, yeah, let's two, get into that number, like, n- number one or two or overall, uh, from a defensive perspective, we've seen the number one, two and four in the past three weeks. Exactly. You know, this isn't something we haven't dealt with in San Diego state. Sure. Got a great defense, but are they going to be able to score? They're 157th in in offense. We're going to be able to score.
1: How's that? How's that matchup going to, going to play? So yes, Jesse doesn't like it. Mr. Newell's not a fan. He, he he, thinks that's a tough matchup for Kansas at least, you know, as eights go Uh, wanted to avoid that one said, they're long athletic, uh, and, and long and athletic can be kind of scary, especially two point defense. I take all that to heart. I, I understand it. I'm still okay with it. And by the way, Creighton is not a slouch. Like there's a chance Creighton can get past them. They can score a little bit easier, not a lot, but a little bit easier. Creighton's actually a pretty good defensive team too. Uh, but Creighton shot, like, I can't remember this. I, it, it, I haven't looked at it in a couple days, but they shot like three of 30 from 3 in that in that Villanova game and still we're pretty close. Like they're not a bad team. Uh and I think that that's a that'll be a fun game between those two. But Andrew, like you start looking, you know, past that. Uh you get past San Diego State or Creighton. Which by the way, who you got there?
2: I I said on the spaces earlier that I was going to take Creighton, so I'm sticking with Creighton. Okay. All right. I like I, I just think that Big East tournament is tough. Big East is pretty tough. Uh, Generally, it is tough. And so they made it to the finals of the Big East tournament. They they are tested. They're ready to go. This is a a pretty uh, experienced coach, pretty experienced team. I think that they've got it. And, you know, I just – it's tough when – you play all year in the mountain West and you just don't know what those teams really are. so we know they are good, good uh, defensively, but I'm going to take the more tested successful team um from the bigger conference here. Maybe it's a bigger conference arrogance there.
1: <laughs> There's a kin Palm disparity of, there about is about 30, 30 spots.
2: yeah, 30 <laughs> spots. Absolutely true. Uh, San Diego I,
1: state is uh, quite a bit higher. Give me, Give me Creighton and the points, but I'll, I'll also take them straight up too. Okay, I like it. So then, and you look at the the bottom half of that then, and that's the Iowa's playing the Richmond Spiders. Oh, the
2: Spiders got in. I watched had that a game good today. Day. They had yes, a good they
1: did. Day. They probably they were responsible or one of the responsible teams for keeping out of the Sooners. Yeah,
2: Texas A and M was probably going to get in above them, but. But yes, uh, they were a bracket buster, a bubble burster for the unfortunate uh, teams down there uh, in Texas A&M or at OU. Uh, But the the Spiders, you know, they got in. They won their conference tournament. They beat. uh, uh, Who did they beat? Steph Curry's team, (laughs) Davidson. Davidson. Uh, They beat Davidson today and got in. (laughs) So uh, I don't foresee that Iowa has any problem with. I culture.
1: like Iowa and I think it's nine points. I think I'm going to take Iowa minus nine too. I like Iowa to win that game. Pretty handy. I,
2: I do too. Next one, Providence, South Dakota state. Oh, 13 so- over four. It's happened. It Uh-oh. happens quite a bit. I'm feeling good about this 13 uh, Providence won the big East. If we're talking about big East teams. They won the big East basically on a technicality because they had a bunch of COVID lo- or COVID games that were missed. So they just had like a slightly higher win percentage, even though they lost to Villanova twice. So they did win the big East sort of, um, but they play against South Dakota state who is one of those sneaky teams that like goes into the tournament. What are they? 30 and five or something like that. They haven't lost a game in a long time. Uh, Let's look them up. They are 71 Ken bomb. All they do is uh, make threes. And I'm looking at this and it's just green. All green wins. They haven't lost the game since December 15th.
1: They shoot like 45% from three, Andrew. That's kind of scary. They shoot a lot of threes and they make a lot of threes. That is a little scary going up. This is is a wild. Number one. They are number one. They 44.2% from three. They go up against a Providence team who's got uh Nate Watson, you know, 6'10, 270 pound. They haven't seen a dude like that in their conference all season. He's on the top five, you know, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, like watch list on, you know, best big man. Dude is a beast. And so you you got a bunch of dudes shooting threes versus inside presence against a team who has a, no, nobody on their team taller than six, eight or six, six, I mm. think six, six, seven uh, going against that dude. So that'll be kind of fun. Like I, I kind of want to watch that game. Contrasting I, styles. I like, I like South Dakota state. I already picked them. You already did. I already picked them. It's over. what Oh man. In fact, the thing that's very frustrating to me, I've had, a, I've had problems with this for a long time. Cause I've been a sports better, Andy, you know, this and I you bet do on, what I've been on stupid stuff, you know, like games I shouldn't be betting on. And when you type in, you know, to, <laughs> and the text to uh, the person who might be placing that bet for you <laughs> or oh, whoever, no. however that works, I'm not really sure you type in S D S T or S D S T. They're both in the same damn bracket. San Diego State, mm. South Dakota State. It's always bothered me because you get to the SDS is it a T? Is it a U? What's that? What do you know this? Can well, I'm looking Florida
2: at this I'm I'm looking at the CBS bracket. I like the SDAC. SDAC State. That's mm-hmm. a good it's a good nickname. It's a little harder to say, uh, yeah, but I don't like that.
1: SDAC, I like. All right. Well, I I I have I've had this problem for a long time. SD, SDSU, SDST. And that'd be the same thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. I picked them both <laughs> in my bracket. So just keep picking them and we'll see what happens. I, I think that they're going to, that would be a, a hilariously fun game against Iowa. Those guys <laughs> shooting threes versus Iowa, just running all over the place. I think that would be a fun game.
2: All right. Uh, another interesting game on the lower side of the bracket and generally on the lower side of the bracket, I, I just kind of foresee chaos. I don't see chalk in any of this. Cause there's a lot of weird stuff that could, that could go on. But the first one, the six versus the 11, which is LSU versus our old friends from Ames, Iowa state, Iowa state surprising. If you don't follow their, their net rating or their quad one wins, you'd be very shocked to find that they are, in the tournament, and they they did drop a little bit. I think they went from safely into the tournament to, man, pretty sure we're in the tournament. And they did end up, you know, eleven seed. So they were they were one of the last teams in, but they're going up against an LSU team that just fired their head coach. And they got a great draw.
1: Iowa State, yeah. For what they were like for an eleven, which the way they finished the season, I actually love their draw. Like if you put a seven next to their name instead of an eleven. Like, I think I'd still like it.
2: Well, and you're right. I mean, they were obviously rewarded for a great first half of the season because they did accumulate a lot of wins, a lot of wins that get them uh, over the hump in March. And, you know, obviously they probably did not have the big 12 season they wanted. And I do agree with you in terms of their draw, if they can score
1: points. Well, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they do have all big 12 player who could fill it up a little bit. Um, If he has an off night, if he goes one for
2: 13, like he did against Texas tech and they lose by
1: 30, he's everything uh, to them though. Like, and I'm not saying he's, he, he would have to have a great night followed by another great night, followed by another great night for them to have any chances to win. But Lucky for them.
2: Yeah. Lucky for them. They are playing against the team that also mostly just plays defense. Yep. Uh, LSU has the number five defense and Iowa state's number 10. So this is a team that's the, a game that's probably going to end 49 to 50. And the first one to 45 wins, uh, <laughs> maybe first one, to 40 wins. It's going to be a low scoring game uh, Two, you know, very, very disciplined defensive teams where offense is not the strong suit on on those two teams. So very interesting to see what comes of that. I think I'm going to pick Iowa state in that game. Are you really? I think I am. All right. Just like LSU has got a weird deal going on, Uh, you know, new coach interim coach coming in to try to clean this up for the rest of the season. I just think there's a, there's, there's a lot to that. That you got to you're you're going through. You're not going into this with any kind of momentum. Not that Iowa State is, you know, <laughs> the quarterfinal against Texas Tech didn't really do much for their uh their their. You know uh, what mentality. the line is?
1: I'm
2: looking uh, at right now. LSU by five and a half,
1: four, four. four. Guess what the over under is?
2: Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> this oh it's it's not low enough. Uh, I'm gonna go one twenty.
1: One twenty-five. Okay, I'm gonna go under. I kind of like that under. (laughs) I kind of like that. You know what? There's only there there is one that has a lower over under than that. What is that on the slate? Yeah, how about that? There's one.
2: Uh, Let me pull up the bracket. Let me see if I can just. I'm I'm not gonna hold out too long here. Give me a hint. Uh. uh, No. Yes. Give me a hint. Is it Texas Tech Montana? It's it's a Big Twelve team. Texas Tech Montana State? Nope, but that's pretty low too. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Texas was... VaTech.
1: Oh, okay. 124 and a half.
2: Okay. That's
1: that's fair. How about that? Texas Texas teams and their slow pace, man. Uh Oh, you know what? There is another one that's low. Real low. This makes some sense. Looking at uh, our own bracket, Andrew. Creighton, San Diego State. Oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Guess what that is? Oh, 122 120 and a half. Wow. That is a slow game. <laughs> that is some take the unders dozen.
2: on all those. Yeah, take like the scores are low anyway in the first round. Take the take the unders. Unders first half unders are not fun. First half unders. But bet them. That's take the unders. Take the unders. Okay. Remember so, we were in
1: a line in Vegas. I don't know if you were with me. We were in line, some crusty old guy who clearly we were in line for a sports betting uh, window and some crusty old guy turns around to us. You know, we're all holding our sheets, thinking all cool, like getting ready to go place our bets. And uh guy turns around to us, crusty dude. He's like, you always bet the first half unders in the first round of the tournament. They're always too tight. First half unders. And we kind of looked at each other like, yeah, whatever. And then we started thinking about it. We're like, that kind of makes some sense. Yeah, it does. And then it we it proceeded works. to go yeah. like 13 and four in first half unders. Yeah. <laughs> Last season, it was even crazier. It was like, uh, it was like eight. No, to start the day with first half unders. Yeah. uh, it, yeah, That's right. And I think
2: if you want to put any reason there is that no fans in the stands or very minimal fans in the stands, sight lines, there's like some, when you get into March, you started to analyze sightlines. lines. Sight like, lines. Oh, what's, what's, what's the, what's <laughs> the sight lines of this particular arena? Oh, it's going into a football stadium. Sightlines are terrible. Bet the under that's the first half <laughs> under. Uh, so you start to get into that stuff, but you know, uh, it, it certainly is first uh, half unders uh, Andrew, these defensive teams. I, I, some of them, I just think You can't go low enough, particularly LSU,
1: Iowa state. So
2: I'm going to take Iowa state coming out of that. Uh, The next one in there, Wisconsin, Colgate
1: LSU, by the way. Okay. I I can't, I don't, I can't trust Iowa state after I, what I saw in, in Kansas city, that was the worst game I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. It
2: was pretty bad. (laughs) Uh, Wisconsin Colgate. I'm going to take Wisconsin. Wisconsin is, it seems like they already had their super bowl. They celebrated a a share of the big 10 title with confetti and bringing the trophy out and everybody on the, on the floor and the whole deal. And then they go out and lose to Nebraska in the next game and then get bounced out of the big 10 tournament. So it's, you know, gotta, gotta re, gotta recenter yourself,
1: Wisconsin. If you want to do this tournament, how are you going to do the Raiders like that? How are you going to do the Patriot league like that? Colgate? Colgate. Colgate's yeah. won like 15 straight games. They got the longest winning streak other than San Diego or South. Dakota right. State. Here I go. Kevin, 58. are you taking Colgate? I'm thinking about it. Oh, it's okay. Mark, Mark, Kevin it. down is thinking about Colgate. They, this was their, their March into the Patriot league tournament. They won 96 to 68, 81 to 61, 74, 58. They're cruising, man. Good. They're I'll cruising.
2: Take I'll, I'll, I'll take the other side of that.
1: They be Syracuse. They be Syracuse by 15 points. It's pretty good. They haven't played anybody else. Syracuse in this tournament? Uh, I don't think so. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't think so. No, All right. Uh,
2: uh, USC Miami. We got Charlie. Called? Charlie Moore down Ooh, there in Miami. Old friend. Old friend Charlie Moore, uh, playing against a Evan Mobley. Evan Mobleyless USC. I
1: don't know. That's good. It's, it's, I think it's a pretty good matchup. I got USC, but I don't feel great about it. Yeah. Miami gave Duke a test. Yep.
2: Came down to the wire. Uh, or almost the wire. And you got Auburn, Jackson
1: State at the end. Probably take Auburn, but I'm, I'm not. Jackson State. Big deal. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the other side of that. I'll take Auburn. All right. So, Andrew, we got Auburn. We got Whiskey. Maybe you, maybe you got LSU coming out of there uh, down there. Uh, let's just say Auburn makes it out. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking forward to what could be a fun uh, sweet 16 in, in Chicago, in Chicago. And if it all is chalk, which is, let's just talk about it as if chalk for now, uh, <clears throat> except instead of chalk Providence, we say chalk, chalk Iowa. Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> Are you good with that? good with chalk Iowa. Yeah. In Chicago, you've got Wisconsin, big fan base, not too far from Chicago. You got Iowa, big fan base, tons of people in Chicago. You got KU, who's going to travel and you got Auburn with who knows a bunch of people wearing football jerseys. Uh, cam that's going to be pretty wild. If we yeah, get, it's, it's going to be assuming that's the group, that would be a fun, fun, fun Chicago trip.
2: And that'll be a hot ticket, hot ticket, hot
0: ticket,
1: dude, like, Iowa. I, I I tried to tell you guys about Iowa having an enormous Chicago presence. And Nick Schwartz indignantly was like, are you sure? Kansas has the, Kansas will do the, the, have the, you know, the crowd there. Kansas is, I'm like, Dude, Iowa has five times more uh alums in Chicago than Kansas does. Like five times. I looked it up. That's five X. That's true. Our our fans do go to games. So do Iowa's. They travel, dude. They're crazy. They're like Iowa State. They're not right. that they're not that different. Iowa's mean, don't have anything to do, dude. I, I'm not too worried about the crowd. I'm not either. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I really I'm I, the crowd thing, whatever. I don't, whatever. I, but I'm not going to allow this indignance Iowa in Chicago, Iowa guy whiskey in here. Chicago, Auburn KU. That would be hilariously fun. I, I think that great. would be a blast. KU Iowa would be a fun game, like up and down tons of possessions. Who knows who makes threes? Probably some junk defenses thrown in there.
2: We're good. Uh, trying to figure out Keegan Murray, trying to, Murray keep uh, Jordan Bahannon off the f- a three point line. It'll be an interesting matchup, interesting chess match. Cause how do you, I mean, if they go small, if I would go small, uh, our counter to that is what is, was it take Dave out? I mean, what do you
1: do? Do we go small too? And we just try to run. I mean, this david has got to guard well, well, Murray. I mean, like yeah. that's pr- maybe we go small. I mean, that Mitch Lightfoot ain't guarding him. I just, I don't think that's going to happen. He is, as skilled of a guy that we've seen, uh, and when they, I know they've got that big dude, I can't remember his name, who starts, uh, the bigger guy. What's his name? From Iowa? Yeah, the center. Uh, but anyway, the, it, when they go small and Murray's the five, when, when Philippe, what's that? That might be right. Robraca. When they go, uh, when they go small, that is going to be, I mean, I, I just don't think we could keep Dave in there. Yeah.
2: We'll get there. We'll get there. These are, these are little, little tickler file things for the Keep for it the in future. the back of your mind. We got to, so, we got to yeah. think about this. I just don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. So I think we're going to have, well, a game against the Texas team. That's right. In Texas, then, in Texas. And then we'll, we'll, I think we're going to have a t- tough second round matchup. Uh, maybe. Maybe one of the tougher ones. I mean, we do like our draw, but I think it'll be one of the tougher second round matchups there on Saturday in Fort Worth,
1: the Dickies Arena. We are 0-4 in Texas. It's time to turn that around. Time to turn that around. Now would be a good time to turn that around, Andrew.
2: Luckily, we'd be done. We'd be done because then we'd go to... We'd go to Illinois and then we go to New Orleans for the that rest year. We can just be done with Texas for the year, call it good. Uh maybe have some football recruits come in, watch the basketball game, tell them all about <laughs> KU football <laughs> down in New Orleans. <laughs> no, in Texas. Uh, oh. Well, but yeah, could- yeah, it's it's good to play there because I, you know, there are a lot of lot of basketball recruits in the Dallas Metro. Uh, and so this will be a good little showcase, you know. That's Bill, such Bill, a Bill, that's that's such so a glass
1: fun. half full take. Hey, no, we shouldn't play uh, in, in local as close We 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 should play in Texas so we can go get Dallas basketball. <laughs> it's the closest one. <laughs> I know. That's the closest one. I know.
2: That's, just, that is local for us. I'm
1: just giving you shit.
2: We don't have the opportunity <laughs> to go to Wichita this year or St. Louis <laughs> or Oklahoma City. We have to go all the way to Fort Worth. I'm just kidding. They're just completely <laughs> leaving out the middle of the country. Yeah, what's up spots. with the
1: flyover states, man? What's Usually like
2: you Know Omaha gets one Des Moines or Des Moines or St. Louis or Wichita or Kansas City. Oklahoma I mean, I know, City. I know we we're scheduled to, to Kansas City scheduled to get one soon, but man, it just seems like there's like a hole in the middle of the country that's that, that about yeah, forcing Kansas to fly, you know, a couple hours, seven hundred miles away. Well,
1: I'm feeling good, Andrew. I something about and you and I were both in the building, Kansas City, seeing that that championship game. Mm. That was a Fun game, yeah. And I th- let's close out with a little talk on that. I know people are thinking March, but we could tie this into like what the team's looking like going into right. it. I, this team is looking it's, great. It's Remy season, bro. Uh, we've 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 gone through
2: this whole podcast and we haven't talked about Remy once. It's
1: Remy season, Remy boys. Dude, we don't talk about Remy was the correct take uh, for a long time, but it is no longer the correct take. Bill self trusts Remy
2: trusted him at the end of that game against a final four caliber team without one, the number one or the number two defense in, in, in the country and who was tasked with leading this stallion of a team, this, this, this troop, this battalion, Remy Martin. Was, was tasked with that leadership role, at least from the point guard position down the stretch. And he did really well. There was a couple miss missed spots. I'm not <laughs> going to be that's not. It's, it's be. the Remy Martin experience, the whole Remy Martin experience. but uh, played really well. I don't think he played incredibly efficiently, but he played really well. Everyone in the building was like,
1: that's what we were looking uh, for. Oh, uh, That's I think, I think he's back. It's a little bit of like a Remy learned how to putt situation yeah, like <laughs> remy learned how to play bill self basketball. yeah that that was not it. completely but pretty much at least enough to get on the court now he out uh player minutes wise uh oh, duan i don't think that's gonna happen in the tournament mm-hmm. no um, but but I I, I I think one think... was a, he had a couple fouls and he was a little banged up they said he i think he's fine but he was a little tweak or something so and and he was playing well. So he just kind of ran, ran with, him. I, I think we're going to see if I set the over under right now, Remy minutes per game in March in, in the NCAA tournament. If I set the over under at 18 and a half minutes, would you take the over under?
2: I think I take the over. He played 26 against Texas tech. Uh, I think, I think he's going to get, he's going to be the first one off the bench, him or Mitch be first guard off the bench. And I, right. I think he took all yes of minutes, 20 minutes, what, what whatever, there? 20 minutes. I think he's going to get about 20. I'll take, I'll take the over. Cause I think he's going to get like 20 and a half,
1: man. If he plays 20 minutes, that that's more than I would have expected. Uh, I hope that's right. And by the way, I think there's going to be times when we're playing against, I mean, you can just look up and down here. We go against San Diego state. That's going not gonna need that a spark. different. Yeah, yeah. That's not that different than Texas tech. We, we, you can't afford to have a guy who's a zero points with the ball. Right. And that's what, that's what Juan we, is. We'll need offense against those teams. That's going to be super interesting. That's a storyline that I can't wait to see how it plays out. Cause it could go a thousand different directions. <laughs> we could see Remy get benched and never see him again. We could see Remy carry this team to a final four. Like, I could see every single thing in between those. That's what's so wild about Remy, the full Remy experience.
2: Just want to so hit on a couple other guys. Uh, obviously, Ochai was tournament MVP, most outstanding player. Uh, go, just just continuing to add more and more accolades to this incredible season for him. And so we, we mentioned this on the radio show is that the only thing that Ochai has left to prove is is going from one of the best to the best and uh, you know, you could see him doing that. You know, if he has a great March, he could be up there, put, put him at the top. Uh, So I'm excited to see uh, how he does that. The other thing, just generally on the rotation, I think we've got a seven man rotation and I think that's it. I think it's the starters, Mitch and Remy. I think JCL that's it.
1: will play a little bit because he brings something. He brings l- that role, but as,
2: I, as needed, it's like, he's like a lefty specialist. Yeah. Like he may not play one game. He may come in against the, the, the Dodgers left-handed hitters, right. you know, but as only as needed, he played two minutes against Texas tech.
1: Yep. I mean, uh, I, I think that's right. I think we're down to set. I hope Mitch is okay. Uh, he, he had a little fall and, Went to the locker room and came back. Didn't play after that. So hopefully, knee's okay. I think he was kind of holding his knee, but yeah. I, th- I mean, assuming he's okay, I think you're right. I mean, J- Joe might play a little bit.
2: I'm a little bit. I think. I think Remy's going to take his minutes, uh, and KJ will come in <laughs> as needed. And you as need well. to switch
1: the five, right? Yeah right you which switch off five? You,
2: maybe maybe in, in in Iowa like if we play Iowa you could see him yeah. having a, a little bit of a report. yeah that could otherwise be interesting. Yeah, we've yeah. got this we've got this you know pretty deep team
1: theoretically i think seven are going to play yeah pretty wild i mean this time of year that's what you do though that's but anyway we
2: we done. this was an incredible uh big 12 tournament i'm glad that it was back uh, in full force in Kansas city. It's good to see everybody so out at fun. the power and light district out in there watching these teams. Uh, the Baylor fan showed up the, <laughs> the
1: one Baylor fan.
2: <laughs> I saw two, actually. There's I a couple, tell, there, was, I there were, tell couple.
1: That, I think that's it though. I think there's literally only two, uh,
2: too bad for the Iowa state folks. And too bad for the K state folks. When, when Iowa state's going deep and K state's going deep and KU's in there, like it makes for a fun Friday, Thursday, yep. and Friday, but it was it wasn't obviously wasn't the case this year. But I mean, so, it was it was good to see Kansas City have a good showing like that. I, I think it was mostly full uh, for the big games, and it, and it was just a good time. It was a really good time to be down there.
1: And Ku played awesome. Yeah, so can, we looked you, like we looked like the national champion there. That was that was the takeaway for me. Everything was clear. I mean, Ochai played well. I mean, he was obviously most outstanding player but he was not like amazingly efficient from three. He's still, you still got some room to grow. Like I think he's got, he hasn't been on the slump by any means, but it's a little slumpy compared to earlier in the season. If he could get that back and, and, you know, look, look for one of those, you know, five for nine from three days. uh, Like no one's going to beat us. Like if he's, if he's doing that, yeah. because now we got the pieces and as long as Dave plays the way Dave played, we didn't even talk about Dave. Dave played awesome. In that yeah. game,
2: Dave, 18 and 11, he's a warrior dudes hurt. He's absolutely, a warrior. I mean, and that's, and that's, you know, hopefully Dave gets a bit of a rest on Thursday. Don't yeah. really need him and can come out in full force on Saturday. It's, it's kind of the, me, the model that we had in the big 12 tournament and he comes <laughs> out and, you know, Ochai has you know, m- maybe a bit slumpy, but a slump for Ochai is still most outstanding player of the yeah, tournament. Like
1: 19 points a game <laughs> is, is still, is
2: still like the best out of everyone who was in that tournament. Um, but if you're just kind of going on that last game in terms of impact,
1: Dave was the most important player on the floor. Dave is huge. Dave is huge. And and Mitch was maybe the most important player of the first two games. The first two games. <laughs> I
2: I will close with this. Uh, love Mitch. And I want Mitch to have a good tournament. I, I, Wanted us to win on Saturday, of course, but mostly I wanted Mitch to have a good game so he could get all tournament team. All tournament team too. Not that, not that any of these things really matter. I just no, wanted Mitch to have that. I wanted Mitch to have that in his, in his trophy case.
1: We were talking uh, about this on spaces before the game. I can't remember, uh, uh, who I was talking to, but I was like, look, if we get, Oh, it was, uh, the rock chalk pod did, did a spaces and they said, uh, they said, what's your keys to the game? And I said, well, the key to the game is Mitch Lightfoot scoring double digit points. Cause that dude will be on the, on the tournament. Yeah. Team. He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. And then one of the guys from the Texas tech, he's like, what are you talking about? I was like, look, if, he's double digits. If, the first two right, games, if he, he can, three if he times, would have went 10 and five, that's all, that's all he wouldn't do. That was it. He would have been in there,
2: but CB got in there. CB got
1: there like he CB was fine. He was fine. He was, he was fine. fine. He was fine. But Mitch, three oh. straight double off the bench going for double digits. That let's, would have been. Mitch's oh, Mitch's last March. He made a let's three? He oh, made man. a three-pointer? <laughs>
2: Shot another one. And if, if that second one would have went down, the place would have. Shout out to We'd Mitch. have to shut down the T-Mobile Center. It would have been I just too Mitch.
1: much for it to handle. I love Mitch. All right. Let's get out of here, Andrew. This has been fun. I love Selection Sunday. This is the best. You know what I'm going to do after this? I'm going to go watch it again. I'm going to go go, like print (laughs) off more brackets. I'm just going to sit here and scroll Twitter, finding like obscure names that I've never heard of on an obscure team. And I'm going to be like, you know what? maybe San Francisco is going to go to the sweet 16. <laughs> like, <laughs> I like San Francisco. They're good. I know, but that's the kind of stuff. How great is this time of year? It's just so much fun. This is, this is the best.
2: I am uh, going to go scroll in between ESPN two and CBS sports network and figure out who Wally Zerbiak is going to pick for the final four. Who John Rothstein is <laughs> going to pick for the final four who Dick Vitale is going to pick for. and then fade I'm just, all of them. Oh yeah. I'm just going to go. <laughs> I'm just
1: going to go through it all. Hey, shout out to the uh to the Kansas women's team too. Eight seed. Eight seed. Eight First seed. time since 2013, Thir- I yeah, think. Nine years. How about that? So that will be uh that'll be pretty fun if they, they make a little run. They got a tough draw, but uh shout out to the women's team. Finally starting to see some turnaround there. There's yeah, no excuse for the women's team at the University of Kansas to not be a every year tournament team. I love what Snyder's doing? Hopefully, uh, hopefully keeps it up. You got a new extension. Got yeah, a I got that.
2: Got that extension. Yeah.
1: So deserved it, and uh, and that's that's good to see too. All right, Andrew. Any other, any parting thoughts here before we get out of here?
2: You know, I'm excited. Uh, the only other thing: tune in to six ten sports in Kansas City uh, at six o'clock on Wednesday. We're going to be getting into the nitty gritty of our matchup on Thursday. Uh, in our pod for this weekend and 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 we'll probably have a segment or two about helping you pick your bracket uh for your office pool looking for our our upsets you know our our 13s over fours or you know what what we see not that we know anything but we've had some success in this in the past so you can trust us so six o'clock <laughs> six ten sports terrestrial radio but we'll put that up um as soon as we can up onto the feed so you can listen to it on Thursday um as you're waiting for the game at midnight yeah, all on, day on thursday night. you got yeah. all
1: day to wait on yeah. that game and uh and i'm actually going to be out at no other pub with with nick Schwartz and 610 folks on thursday afternoon and who knows if i'm gonna stay there for the whole game that's a long day man that's a long day i kind of mad that we have the, the last game because you got to pace yourself
0: yeah you you're gonna go you take a start, nap
1: you can't start drinking at you know 11 o'clock the first games and make it all the way to at least I can't. I used to. I can't do that anymore, man. Uh, but that'll be that'll be fun, too. Come out there. Uh, I'll be tweeting about it or whatever. You can see what's going on. So I, I got nothing else, Andrew. I want to get off this thing so we can go start digging through brackets and, and obscure, you know, storylines and, and find all that fun stuff. So I can't wait. Looking forward to it, Andrew. Uh, we'll talk to you Wednesday. And until then, Andrew, we good? Always. Rock Chalk, y'all. Yeah.
0: I tried to tell them, every time we on the court. I tried to tell them that we never coming up short. I tried to tell them that we came here to get the win. I tried to tell them that, that they should never let us in. They say that we the best but i say we the greatest that's why they try to knock us down and always seem to hate us that's why they talk about us they know they can never fade us it's tradition and that kansas pride that has truly made us they know just how we feel they know at allen field that we gonna keep it real Shout out to Bill. This for them fans that waited off in them long lines. Camped out before the games and they stayed a long time. Every dollar that we spend just to watch our team win on a Jayhawk shirt or a new clean bins with a sticker on the back with the K and the U. Uh huh, yeah, baby, that'll make you say, ooh. We at the top of the top just like we should be. Started from the bottom thanks to what James could see. Dr. Naismith, made a game for man changed lives for the players and did the same it's for, for my the fans for fans for my J Hawks this for my J Hawks fans for my J Hawks this for my J Hawks fans for my J hawks and if you love it then i love it We've been cheering, everything that we've been hearing, all them spreads that we've been clearing, never been no team, we fearing, and look how Bill got us fearing, all them tournaments appearing, with no team that's interfering, nine times get the cheering, with them banners held high, and the crowd going wild, night before the final four, you can't even sleep now, yeah we at the peak now, we can't even leap down, March Madness man, we have been waiting weeks now, if you a Hawks fan, go ahead and hold them ones high, Shout out to the boosters showing love in the alumni. I'm speaking for the fans even though I'm just one guy. We appreciate the love, love won't run dry. Imagine the state of Kansas with no Jayhawks. That's like having no streets but trying to jaywalk. They see us as support, and we see them on the court. So we keep it loud and do our best so we don't come up short. We win together, and we lose together. But win or lose, we still booze together. Struggles in my life will change me as a man. But one thing that'll never change, I'll be a Jayhawk fan. I ain't even got to really say it. This one for the fans, that's why I made it. March Madness, here we can't be faded Rock j in your faces I ain't even gotta really say it This one for the fans, that's why I made it Launch Madness, here we can't be faded Rock J-Huck in your faces This for my J-Hawks fans, for my J-Hawks This for my J-Hawks fans, for my J-Hawks This for my J-Hawks fans, for my J-Hawks if you